This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. This is an indoor edition. <clears throat> and where would it be episode? Just sort of thinking about that. My understanding of edition is from publishing, and so, like, say, you would really, you know, first edition, second edition. So, I don't, I think it's the wrong word. It would be, yeah, just an indoor episode. And I am doing a bit of world building, and I am considering this, um, this island that exists in dreams that will follow the main character and that we return to every so often and that there's this education that is taking place on this uh, on this island and it it it, de- it depends on the shape of the story <clears throat> I'm looking at this as something that, say, I can return to again and again, and that it, it's sort of a, um, I don't know if you've seen Excalibur, uh, which was, I think it was done in the, it's like, late 70s, early 80s, and it was a, a movie, uh, Arthurian, so King Arthur, but... The thing that interested me was um, Merlin, and it was Merlin, it was the magic, and it was this, uh, it was this way of looking at the world, and there was this description of the world as a dragon, and part of the magic used is this dragon's breath, and it's this... uh, smoke or fog that uh, enchants and obscures. And so there's that, there's the, and considering the Merlin figure, but also looking at sort of different interpretations of the, the kind of mentor and, uh, and, and also an unusual <clears throat> an unusual mentor, like not a um, obvious sort of, you know, oh, there's a you know a good working relationship, but that it is difficult and loaded, and there's the huge differences between the the teacher and the student. So, uh, where I'm at, I find myself getting into, say, specifics and wanting to know for myself, well, you know, what, what is this place? And I've, I've determined that it's, it's a library and it is a, it's a library, but it's also it's almost like it's a huge book of magic. It's a huge um, tome of <clears throat> information, and 
I'm imagining that the dragons have created this over a huge span of time. And <clears throat> that, say, you know, for, for them it was a, um, a craft, like a... <clears throat> that it, it, a science and just in the same ways you could sort of see you know the basic building blocks and how you can do so much with with that knowledge like say if you if you know these the basics then you can go on to um <clears throat> shape and combine and and do different things that sort of branch off into different territories I'm thinking of my own basic education in in science, and then you know being also this um, outsider and uh, having this sort of the you know the objective uh, perspective, say watching <clears throat> watching what's going on in science. We just had, I think it was just a couple of days ago might have even been yesterday that there's this photograph released, you know, the first photograph of black hole. And I'm sure it's more than that. What do I mean? Uh, like say the, you know, photos of Mars that they're adjusted and, um, there's, there's the raw photos versus say, um, you know, change, changing it, sort of brightening it up so we can th see things, things like that, you know, it's just subtle, subtle changes. And, uh, but you, of course you can see the, you know, the raw photos, those are available as well. So I, I'm imagining that this is much the same, that, uh, there's more to the story and, uh, <clears throat> And and that's fine, right? You know, it's it's getting us one step closer, and it's it's great PR, and I'm all for it. Space, you know, and, but also thinking of uh, you know what I'm doing is that it's this science, and I'm thinking of a couple quotes, and one of them was that you know, too, what is it, too, I, I'm going to say primitive, you know, if you, or say, if you don't have, um, if you're not acquainted with science and technology, that it could seem to be um, supernatural, right, sort of, high, you know, high technology when you're talking about, you know, traveling in space and things like that, and people can get very sort of, you know, it's like, Whoa, chariot of the gods kind of thing. So I'm sort of thinking of that 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 the, that the dragons actually, you know, were very sort of high tech. And there's elements of the story that <laughs> that are not um you know, the usual fare with uh with fantasy and 
so I, I'm, it feels like I'm leaving that for later, like I'm not kind of disrupting, and, um, but there are chronological, is it chronological? Um, what do you call it when you have something that shouldn't be there, right? It's not, and I have, <clears throat> I have at least one uh, pistol, a revolver, you can sort of guess it's magic, but it's also um, not of that world. And there's an element of magic realism there in that sense, because it's sort of, it, it shouldn't be there. And I'm, uh, it makes sense that the dragons would be able to craft this thing, which they, which they do. They're involved in the manufacturing of, of, of this, uh, this weapon, this magic weapon. <clears throat> and at, at the moment, though, I'm, I'm, I'm considering that, and I'm considering, say, it's not just, say, metallurgy, and I am, I am thinking of it in the sense of sort of, you know, the science of it. So it, it's it's about sort of building, the world building, but it's about this magic system. And it, it's also going back to a magic system that I was making after playing role-playing games. And I found myself creating this this magic system that it didn't, it didn't go anywhere. And I, but I still, you know, it's, it's, it's there. So I'm accessing that. And, um, I think, yeah, I've talked about this before. And right now it's, it's considering this, this library. So this island has this, um, kind of a mountain on it or a hill and then it is filled with, you know, these chambers. It's like this stacked cake. And, um, like, it has floors. So it's been carved out. And uh, caves. And then in the caves, the walls are um, covered in this information. And in, in this science and uh of of magic so i was i was sitting down and and just sort of making some notes and especially in the sense of a library like say how would that be divided up and i sort of grew up around libraries or a library so i have a sense of the organization but i'm also thinking of of the story and just sort of well what form of organization you know say would that look like and that's not even considering the magic itself and so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about that going well what um yeah what does the um the magic look like and to like you know the um when a reader comes to the story, well, what do they want? Also, in the in the best sense, like say, what is it? When I was a kid, when I was a teenager, you know, what what did I like seeing? And um, 
but also what what did I not like about it, right? And uh, I think it had to do with things like, say, of course, the villains, right, who who were using magic to do um, bad stuff, right? Even if it's say um, the wicked stepmother, the you know Snow White's, the, the you know the queen. And, uh, you know, she's got her magic mirror, she's got um, the poisonous apple, she transforms herself into this, um, you know, so she's not recognizable, she goes around selling apples. <clears throat> it would have been interesting to see that character using that power to, um, you know, to do awesome things, right? Because we only see this really sort of, um, you know, unkind, right? Um, really concerned about sort of power and power and position. And... Uh, Because, you know, sort of going, it's like, wow, you could really sort of help your country be, right, um, be great. So in a way, there's a whole kind of story there, like the, you know, what what does this ruler do with, you know, this magic ruler do with all this power and um, sort of the possibility Anyways, back to this island. So, the idea as it stands is that the main character will have these dreams, find themselves um, back on this island, and that this education will continue, and that in, that in the dream, that this dragon now exists inside this dream has has moved from the real world into this dream world and has taken the knowledge, but also the setting, right? That the whole library has been kind of uploaded into dreams. And the, the, this is not such an um, unusual thing in the fantasy world that I've been looking at. So, so it's, it, yeah, so it's two things. So it's the, the layout of, of the library. Um, it would be interesting to sit down. I've done a, like a really simple map of, of the island, like say the inside of the island and, and where things are. But it would be interesting to get into more detail and sort of consider things like, you know, well, you know, that the the dragons were there for I want to say a million years. So right, or hundreds of thousands of years. And so, you know, what what did they do to shape it and 
were there phases of the island? Um, yeah. I, I'm just thinking of, you know, like, say, you know, bays, um, you know, so places for ships and things like that. Um, or, or was that allowed, right? Because they could, they, they would be flying around. They also have this other place, uh, you know, this ancient city that, you know, has been lost. And so it's sort of, well, you know, why were they, why did they have this island? And there's questions there, well, why is it like, why is it a library? Um, and I, I think one of the things is that it's actually, it's actually kind of a university. It's a place of education. And so say that, you know, the dragons would, you know, send young dragons there or say, you know, young dragons would um, go there, right? You would go there for um, training. You would go there, you know, if you, if you required something, I just like the idea of that dragons becoming, you know, quite complicated, quite advanced. And um, I've read stories before like that where the dragons were um, incredibly intelligent. But also that they had this technology. One of the things that popped up in the fantasy hashtag game it was some one of the questions was this you know uh, a conflict between nature and technology which is something that we currently have and you know regardless of where you are on the topic and So that, uh, through one conversation, that, that got me thinking about uh, the technology as magic, right? That in fantasy, that you know, the, the most high tech would be um, magic. And okay, so well, you know, what would that look like? it almost feels like you could go the route of say in a contemporary sense like now where there's a manufacturing right say we can get um, music that is you know we have these little sort of containers that we can carry around with us and we can listen to and i'm just thinking of cell phones and sort of what would a magic equivalent of of that be and that uh Almost like casting spells, right? To uh, uh, to get you know basically an internet, a magical internet, and that would be an interesting um, equivalent. Almost like that. There's a commentary there as well. Um, when people when people are using this, uh, you know. This, this form, these forms of enchantment, and <sighs> there'd be this desire, of course, to make money off of it, and 
you know, improve it. Um, and so there, there's that's one idea, but then I also am, I'm thinking about I saw, I saw this illustration done by an artist. It was in the seventies, I think. Uh, there was a band, I think it was progressive rock, but it was called Green Slade. It's based off of someone's last name, and at least two, th at least three album covers for Green Slade, and it has this kind of wizard figure that has would be six arms, and it seems that they're casting this spell. And I think the first illustration has a cave that this Green Slade character who has green skin, so it's this wizard with green skin. And is in a cave, and then we see them, uh, I think, in a city, and then we see them in a on an island where there's this kind of mushroom or fungus-like um, building emerging out of out of the ocean, and it, and it's a house. We can see these windows in it, and windows, and doors. And, So I'm just rolling this all around in my mind, and um, the the context for the character is that they already have something I've called which sight, which sight, and which speak, and that, so they can communicate. You know that that's already established. They already have this. Um, connection to a very powerful old um, spirit, and uh, one of the things I'm wrestling with is, you know, well, wouldn't oh, wouldn't the spirit already have um, enchantment, like say, um, and uh, apparently that's not the case. And um, so that's something that I have to sort of determine. Okay, so well, well why doesn't this spirit have magic? And uh, it it just seems to be the sort of thing that this person would have, but they or the spirit, and then they they but they've been imprisoned for a long, long time, like a genie in a bottle. And but this is not a kind of situation where which wishes can be granted. <laughs> Witches can be granted. I grant witches. Um, there's a there's a lot of knowledge. There's there's kind of messed up kind of wisdom, but there's there's a lot of um, there's a resource there, and it's it's more like having somebody who's sort of historically smart and who is wise beyond their years, like say who is an advisor, so that. I think that's that kind of that def defines the role of this uh, older spirit who the main character is in contact with, and then in this dream library where you know it's enchantment. Um, I looked it up once. There was this. Some, there was some great sort of differentiation between 
the terms that, you know, sorcery, enchantment, magic, that there's some sort of differences between these. And so, um, it's, it's sort of like, say, I think the one of the best known ones is necromancy, which is this, um, communicating with the dead, which, you know, seances, which basically that's what seances are. Seances are, you know, gathering around the table or kind of a Ouija thing where you're asking this, you know, spirit to sort of, um, ask, asking questions of, of the spirit. Uh, and, and then too, you know, of course, you know, hoping that this, right, um, this, this sort of being is going to be, um, isn't malevolent, right, but is benevolent. And, but that's an example of the, of these different sort of types of, and, from my old magic system from role-playing, it, it was all about modif modifiers. And so, you know, you wanted something and, and you wanted it to have a, you wanted something to happen. So right away that you're going into the, into the negatives, right? And then it, it depends on how much you want, like how powerful it has to be. The more powerful it is, the more into the negatives. And then, so what you have to do is offset that but with um, rituals and, you know, ingredients and um, things like, you know, speaking and um, moving your hands and things like that. Those are all plus modifiers. And so you want to get it up um, to the point where it's actually happening, right? And, um, and then too, you can, you know, use things like artifacts and everything to, you know, power the spell and um, so these are all plus, 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 plus. And, uh, and then, of course, there's other negative um, you know, modifiers, right? That it could be anything. It could be, say, one's you know, state of mind, right? That you would have to have a you know, sort of certain mindset to be able to do this thing. Um, the setting, you know, that the setting itself is a couple things that say, you decide, okay, well, I want, in order to do this, the modifier, I have to be in a particular setting for it to be effective. And then, um, and two, it could also be the other way of, you know, if you, if you don't have that setting. So there's room for, you know, say, you know, you don't have the, the setting, then, you know, you're going to lose that plus modifier, right? Um, or you're sort of close to the setting. Say you're supposed to do it at a particular place in a desert. You can't get to that particular place, but you can get to the desert, right? So you could get sort of, you know, a little bit of a, um, a modifier, not the whole thing, the plus. So one, one thing I'm thinking is, okay, you get to the, like, what if you sort of, sort of cancel out the positive and negative and you're at zero? Does that mean that, does that mean that the spell is, happens? Or does that, what does that mean? Do you, you know, do you have to get a one to get anything to happen, 
right? That at zero, nothing happens, but, you know, that you could get fractions or that you could get, um, you know, you can get up into the, into the pluses that that's where something would actually happen. There's a question there, though, like, say, why, if it was just about modifiers, then all you would need to know is, is say, you know, ingredients and things like that, and that you would, you wouldn't actually need any spell books, you wouldn't need anything written down, you would just need these, you know, rituals, and uh, that... I guess that's where the mechanics is, is that, say, yeah, the, the constraints, right? It would have to be specific things that you would do that would, that would create a response um, or an effect or whatever. I was thinking, say, like, levitation, right? That, you know, you, you could define it and say, you know, well, I want a spell that is going to carry my bags, right? It's going to follow me around. And the act of following is going to add to it. And so um, it, it, there's, there's a number of things that have to go, have to happen. Um, yeah. So this is just me thinking about, thinking about this, the lesson. And I, I think it's that in the lesson, it's an opportunity for me to go through the basics, so step one is figuring out the basics, just the building blocks and um, the, 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 the student, um, say, as, as I'm inventing this, one of, the, one of the big rules for magic systems is that there are limitations and yeah, limitations, limits, you know, that it's not actually easy, it's difficult, and you have to, you have to go through the process of, of learning how to do it, which gets back, gets, get, that gets back into science and math, and, and um, really anything, and language, for example, um, and too, this is from dragons, so does, does the dragon language have to be learned as well? That would be interesting. Um, I think not, because I have it set up where the dragon can communicate in the main character's language. There's also a question of this, no, this idea of which speak, right? That there's this kind of pure communication via the mind where you don't actually need languages, which is, that's an interesting question. Do you need language to communicate? Or would it be sort of more of a, um, I like the notion though, that there's a spirit language, right? And say that you'd be able to communicate with everybody just sort of basically, but that there is this language there that, um, kind of like a common tongue, right, that everybody speaks. And, it, you know, in, in 
the spirit the spirit world. Right, so, um, how are we doing for time? We are at the midway point, we are at the point of no return. I'm just, uh, thinking about the this is part of my whole advice or sort of feedback that I've been it's like I've picked it up and I'm giving it back to other writers they're talking about it and I'm sort of going you know write the thing you love right write the you know you know you don't you don't have to write something that's a struggle I mean <laughs> you know you know, if that's what you want to do, do that, right? If you love that kind of thing, because there is a joy to, um, to that, you know, um, confronting the, the writer's block, right? You know, and in a, in a, in the way, sort of the story that, you know, brings you that bliss, right? The joy of, of writing, also, so when you return and you're editing, that you just like, oh my gosh, you know, this is just so great. Uh, I'm thinking of, uh, uh, it was a digital painting I saw a couple weeks ago, and it has this kind of a tower. I, I'm imagining it as a tower, sort of a room that it's um, it's like it's like this chimney, but inside it's lined with books like books are all on the walls all around and they just go up and up and up and then at the top you know there's this round opening like a chimney or into a it, it might be like a a window but there's this light coming down this bluish starlight moonlight and it's coming down and there's these lenses to um slide um over top of this book um so, you know a place a place to read the books and there's also like say a table that's been formed out of books that's been that have been stacked up and there's this um candle a bunch of candles burning and creating light to, to read and it's a mouse who's reading this uh, magic book and it, it was just the coolest thing and that that sort of stuck in my head and just the you know the the notion of all of the um stories and characters that i've read or seen and um even things like say the jedi who are able to do things able to you know move move things um and
So I'm just, I, I think I'm, look, I'm looking for, I'm feeling a bit lost, but I'm asking that question about, well, what is it that I enjoy? Like, what is, what is the thing? And I think it's, I think it's the wonder of it. It's the magic of it. Not say, you know, supernatural, but more of, um, imagination and that it is possible to do these things. The, the impossible suddenly becomes possible. Um, I, I don't like getting into the supernatural part of it. And, um, you know, I, I, I prefer to stay in that, you know, that it's a work of fiction. Um, but, but there is this, the psychological element that say, you know, what one does in their imagination, you know, does affect their life. And, you know, that, you, you know, you can have these experiences um, while writing or, you know, doing something along those lines that are, that can, you know, affect one's own life and then affect others' lives, right, as they encounter and experience it. So, yeah, just, uh, just kind of, sort of holding that in my hand and going, you know, what is it about this island and what is it about this, this, uh, magic weapon is made on the island. That's the first encounter we have with it. But then the main character returns again and again and again and, um, is gaining this education and it's sort of like say the lessons are determined by what's going on in the real world so there's this return to this island of dreams or this dreaming island or something and slowly but surely, you know, gaining, um, gaining experience in, in spell casting. So becoming a wizard, but it's like, it's a very slow process. And, and while all of this stuff is going on on the outside, so I'm thinking that it's, um, the magic spells that are learned are specific t to the plot the adventure going on on the outside but i'm also imagining that that it has to do with the the, the inner story of the main character and that it's so that there's there's two things going on there's two stories there's not just this sort of one thing and that the, the dragon becomes a, a kind of confidant and that the main character's uh, inner flaw is 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 being discussed as well, so that it's not just it's not just a, a you know a journey like this quest that's going on, but it's it's also this um, a healing that's going on. You know that there's this um, dealing with the flaw. You know and and. Uh, yeah, yeah.
So it's it's almost like say two kinds of sort of magic that is that is happening. But but there are questions as well, like say, well, is this the type of magic where you know lightning bolts shoots out of one one's own one's fingertips, you know, or wand, right? You know, you wave your wand and say the magic words, and it can it can be done quite well, but at the same time. It's, uh, I think one of the complaints about Harry Potter was, I think it was like a soft magic and it seems more like a mix to me, but maybe it's just that we don't have, um, the whole sort of, um, magic system, right? That if, if that was important to the story, then we would have more of it. And yeah, so that's, that's something that, that I'm considering. It's like, well, you know, I, and I, I do want, I, I like the notion of having these, you know, these basic, the basic abilities that sort of can be used in the, in the, in the plot. And then, um, that there's this slow accumulation of um, knowledge, knowledge, experience, um, I want to say wisdom, down the road. There's, there's something almost, there's something almost like, say, uh, TV shows or movies where it's this sort of group of people that you know, they go, they have, they're on a mission, you know, they they have to infiltrate and they have to, you know, it's sort of like, say, almost like a James Bond thing where we have to, you know, there's, there's an adventure, right, to get, to get to something. <laughs> they're, they're marvelous. Um, there's something confusing about them as well. And, um, but, but it, it, it's, you know, it's fiction and yet these sort of things happen where we have spies and, um, and of course it's not as glamorous as, as it's portrayed. Um, yeah, I'm just, um, but, but also too, coming back, you know, and say, you know, talking dragons and magic and um I think too a joy in first, like say just the first spark of it, the first spark of um learning how to do a thing, learning how to do that that magic and You know that over over time we would see this um, develop, and we would see someone um, beginning to sort of to master it and be able to do something with it. Very much like the first building blocks, you know, of science, where you're doing these science experiments, and then you and then you build on that until you can do these amazing things, like you know, send a rocket ship to the moon, right? land on the moon, walk on the moon. 
I, I kind of I like the idea too that it that it would actually take a lot of um, a lot of magicians to do something like that, right? In the same sense of science and technology, that it wouldn't be that you know the resources, the amount of um, the the number of people working on a project like that, that it would be large, right? And that that they would have a budget, right? And that the you know that the nation paying for it, you know, they expect certain things to happen, right? They want you know new technologies and et cetera, et cetera. So I keep coming back to, but what is it, what is it that I enjoy? What is it that's, um, what is it that I like about fantasy? That's one thing that's nice about the, nice and frustrating about the hashtag game, is that I do encounter the things I like, but then I also, um, it's also sort of, it's not work or business, but it's, um, sort of a duty, right? You know, it's not, there's not a random kind of thing going on, right? I sort of, you know, I'm planning and working with other people to sort of make, to make this happen. Um, so is it, is it the, the raw creative part of it, right? The imagination, is, is that what it is? That, that I love, I love working on. Um, being there, that's, that's a big part of it. There's something not, there's a mystery to the island. There's something, there's a lot of things actually that are not quite right about about the island. It's, it's difficult to get to. You can approach it, but you can't land your ship there. And um, because there's these various protections that are there. And I think one of them is actually a... Um, um, kind of mer people like mermaids but um but different and uh <laughs> moss wheeling they're moss wheeling different and so I, ha I have them that they're very pale and that they're um initially i was thinking something squid like and i described their skin color as being kind of like pearl right that they're there's sort of a pearl mother of pearl kind of quality to their to the skin and that they're singing but it's it, it doesn't seem like it's in a language and uh kind of like you know whale song or something but but also that they're one of the sort of protections of, of this place and that you know, that goes on and on, that there's these booby traps and, um, 
Why do they call it booby traps? I know that a booby is a type of bird with blue feet. That's something to look up. What is the etymology? Yeah. Um, and of course there's the other, but um, the other meaning. There's got to be at least three meanings. Maybe maybe the birds, the, the booby birds, are with the blue feet. Maybe they're kind of sort of dopey, like you know, it's uh, that you know that these are traps that would you know that catch people who are not kind of you know paying attention. I <laughs> don't know. Uh, so uh, mystery that is something I I like. I like it where there's this sense of mystery and there's this sense of the unknown about this place and just everything that is is there, you know, this million-year-old library. Um, it's existing in dreams and both the library and the dragon have sort of this librarian, but it's also um, a wizard... Um, you know, this dragon who knows how to use magic. and I think there's a sense, too, that the, the dragon has ulterior motives, right? That they have, the dragon has teamed up with the main character and others involved. And, um, but, but it's, it's this very sort of, um, it's sort of like a truce. It's sort of uh, sort of what what is working in their favor. And so you know that the dragon is helping, but I think at the same time it has it has the you know its own thing that it's doing, um, not hindering, but there's there's something else going on. And and that's something I'm curious about. Like it's like you know, what is this dragon up to? But besides teaching magic and helping, right? It's um, you know, it's almost it almost feels like that it's swaying the main character, or that it's uh, swaying or influencing, you know, and and attempting to. Um, yeah, Att attempting to make something happen, and I don't know exactly what that is, right? So that's that's up in the air, and so I'm curious about that. It's like, well, what's going on? You know, what what is the, what is the motivation here? What is the, you know, who is who is this person, this dragon? Um, a a big motivation is that. The, the dragon's um, race basically has been wiped out. There are other um, species, right? But this, you know, um, sentient, sentient, uh, intelligent, these magical, um, high tech magic dragons, right? They've they've all been wiped out, and uh, that we know of. So, so, sort of joining with the main character and others um, for vengeance or revenge. Um, 
that that that's a big part of it. And it it feels though that there's other stuff going on and um perhaps it's something like that of other other bargains or deals have been made not just you know this one with the main character but you know that there's other powers at work kind of sort of so into even other players that that we would get to encounter that are connected to the dragon you know um via dream or uh in in some other way i don't think it i don't think it has to do with betrayal but it's more just the alienness of you know the dragon um that culture and that place um there's a there's a kind of thing in in fantasy that I like and too this goes into um role playing games dungeons and dragons and um things connected with it artwork and I think it does have to do with the quest and it it has to do with with surprises in the plot but also in the story getting to know the character and i'm i'm just thinking of the delight of um of the wizard and it's you know well, what is it exactly that is delightful about the wizard and what is it and you know of course going back to a gandalf um that there's a lot of heart there that there's this interest in uh, people and having a good time and celebrating and you know they you know gandalf is not just a, you know this wizard who locks himself away and you know s- you know studying books and magic spells but he's actually out there um and he, you know he's sort of you know slumming it he's also um you know sort of going up and contacting going all the way up to the top right so uh very very interesting and a weird thing too that you have this sort of super powerful person you know who i don't know i don't think they ever described going fishing but you know it would be like that right of course you know he would you know go fishing he would be um you know fishing camping you know he's traveling around and I think, and and that's another part of it. Is he sort of he's a traveler. There's this huge agenda though in the back, right? That there's this backstory, and there's this place that he's coming from, and there's this uber mission that he's on, and he's you know working towards, and. It almost seems like too he's kind of a scout 
right? So he'll, he'll sort of go and investigate something and then report back, you know, and saying, but at the same time, he's also advising and, um, he's, he seems to be a free agent, you know, but he's definitely picked a side that he's on. So perhaps that's something that I'm I'm seeing for my main character is that there is a kind of um, blank template thing going on. One person said, they said, wow, this older woman in the story is just, you know, so, you know, we get a really good sense of who this is, but we don't have a sense of your main character, right? We don't have a sense of who this person is. And... I suspect that that's part of it is that it's it's this blankness and it's about this the definition of of a character and the the growth of a character. But uh that's that's I think I think that you know the more that I go through and 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 work on on this um <laughs> that i'm just i'm i'm sitting here thinking you know ah oh, it's me this is me and i'm i'm working on myself and you know this thing i that i'm doing um oh, so we're in the last couple of minutes so, yeah so i'm i'm just I'm just sort of meditating on this and, and coming back to the, you know, especially this focus right now, which is this, this magic that is, um, it's not, you know, it's not just this magic, but this education and there's this purpose to it as well that, um, I, th I think it, I think it connects well with, with my idea of building within and this, idea of you know what what it's used for right what why are we doing what we are doing and the the joy that i have w with um amazing stories right and um i saw i saw one of the new twilight zones uh today and it was about this uh mother and son who That there's that there's a theme going on, and it's like I'm just like thinking if there was this message. Anyway, this mother is kind of stuck in this loop, right? And she's she's able to sort of rewind, um, but she she can't. She's having trouble getting past this. Um, sort of ex ex expression of the external um, conflict. And it's, it's this cultural representative or um, a representative of um, establishment and system. And, um, I, and too, I, was, I love this episode and I, was like, I found myself moved and uh, feeling something. And yeah, I... Uh,
I guess, I guess that's this, I guess that's the, that's the question, right? Is the, the, the emotion of it, right? And writing something that is, um, that it, that considers the, the best in us, right? And that that's the conversation and valuing that and, um, having a having a dialogue about what is you know what is important what's the most important thing and you know um what is it that we are making with with our lives and you know what is what, what to what purpose to what end do we give it in? so i sort of i'm looking at that and going that's there's a lot of value in that well thank you for listening and we shall see if this is if this is uh, if this is published. Which is interesting. In a sense, it's sort of broadcast. Really, that's what's going on. But anyways, take care.